When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary, scary stories, stories to, to Tell in the, the pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, spooky things that happen that you tell us about. Um, it is about the scary stories to tell in the dark books from our childhood, perhaps yours too. Sort of an iconic millennial culture moment. Um, but we are also comedians and um, we like to giggle while we're scared if you've ever been so scared and started laughing while also being desperately scared this is your podcast whistle while you work who this is giggle while you're scared giggle while you scared giggle Um, while you're scared yeah yeah something like that maybe (laughs) um and it's also a christian education podcast first and foremost we're here to tell you ignore your holes Ignore them. They're not there. (laughs) Every single hole on the human body is a cul-de-sac. It's a blind pouch. So just please keep... You can drive by, but don't linger. (laughs) Just try to keep that. Every one of your holes is a self-cleaning system. Don't put anything in it. It doesn't need to be cleaned. Um, It self-lubricates. I'm so sorry. Has everyone deleted this? Good, Um, good. Pod save this podcast. Um, uh, Andrew, uh, today's a Monday. It sure is. And historically on Mondays, what we do on this podcast, not every podcast, other podcasts do different things. Did you know? Yeah. Other ones do different things. What we do on this one is that we read a story from Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gamble's Scary Stories Tell in the Dark books. These are books of scary stories. So if you, if you get scared and you like that, yeah, keep listening. If you get scared and you don't like that. Take it, it up off. with Scholastic. You know, that's Take not our problem. <laughs> it's not. Write to them. I'm sure they have an address <laughs> and not an email. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and today it's my turn. I can't wait, Anna. Did I mess up no. so far? No, okay. I think you're nailing so it. So I'm saying, okay, cool. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure. I like to stay <laughs> humble. Um, this story that I'm going to read is in a voice. Um, I won't give it away. I'll just read the story, okay? Okay, okay, yes. Um, this story is called Thumpity Thump. Oh, perfect. Oh, get into it. Okay. When we moved from Schenectady, sorry, (laughs) I open with a big swing and I screw up immediately. No, no, Anna. Listen, I love when you do voices. The listeners love when you do voices. Andrew, everyone saw. (laughs) I S'd up. That means screwed. I asked you. Oh, God. Sorry. When we moved to Schenectady from Schoharie. Oh. Excuse me. We rented a house awful cheap because it was spooked. 
and nobody would live in it. But we didn't care because we didn't take no stock in spooks. We had just gone to bed from the first night. Dog tired from riding in a wagon all day. Where is this taking place? I'm what sorry. Is on it Earth? The Wild West of Scotland? What is <laughs> happening? Isn't Schenectady New York? Schenectady is upstate New York, but I didn't know if that was maybe also somewhere from Scotland because the Scoharis looks sort of... Oh, confusing. Okay, okay. I gotta look it up. The listeners want to know. They like research, you know? It's a and village they... in New York State. Okay, okay. Skahari is also called Skahari. I I looked at their Wikipedia page and now I'm more confused. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, never mind. Um, uh, We hadn't time. We hadn't had time to shut our eyes when we heard a thumpity thump, thumpity thump coming down the attic stairs. I covered my head with the blankets, but I couldn't shut out the sound. Thumpity thump. Thumpity thump, it went. I could hear it plain as day. Past the bedroom door, thumpity thump, thumpity thump. And down the stairs, thumpity thump, thumpity thump. And through the kitchen, thumpity thump, thumpity thump. And down the cellar stairs, thumpity thump, thumpity thump. Making the most awful racket you ever heard. It was more than we could stand. So we all followed the sound to see what was going on. When we got down the cellar stairs, we saw that it was a chair that had made all of that racket. There it was, with one of its legs pointing to a place on the dirt floor. We all just stood and gawped till my brother Ike said that he believed that the chair was trying to tell us something about the place it was pointing at. So Ike went and got a shovel and started digging. He didn't have to dig far before his shovel struck something hard. Pretty soon, we could see the edge of a box sticking out. We all hollered for him to hurry up and uncover the rest of it. And the chair... It got so excited, it jumped up and down like it had gone plum crazy. Chair, what are you doing, chair? Chair, you need to stop popping off and just settle down for a second. Cherry Jones? (laughs) Cherry Jones. (laughs) Calm down. If we are going to be partners in this process, you have to calm down. (laughs) Oh, my God. This chair is going nuts. Um. Okay. <laughs> when Ike got the box uncovered, Pop and the boys pried off the lid, and there was the body of a man, all smooched with blood. Oh, <laughs> God, picture it. It was as plain as the nose on your face that he had been murdered, and the chair wanted folks to know it. <laughs> right then and there, we decided to leave. Being strangers, everybody would think that we had murdered him and come there to hide the body. It didn't take us long to fill up that hole. Oh, no. True. I'm scared. That's the theme of tonight's podcast is holes. We're here to tell you don't. Don't fill it up. It's a blind pouch. (laughs) Fill up that hole and get out of that house. The chair was awful mad about our leaving. And it went up the cellar stairs, thumpity thump. Thumpity thump, 
louder than when it had gone down. Then it thumpity thumped up the next step of, set of stairs, and the next louder still. When it got back to the attic, it thumpity thumped so loud we thought it would thump all the plaster and down on our heads. <gasps> nobody asked us why we were moving out so soon, because nobody ever stayed more than one night in that place, and most not that long. But I can tell you, we were thankful to get back to Skahari, where chairs stay where they're put, and don't go raring and rampaging round, scaring folks out of their wits, pointing out murders and goodness knows what. <sighs> this Andrew, Anna. First of all, <laughs> what is going on? This is a red state narrative. Let's just call it. This like is. It is. The chair is the closest thing it comes to a woman. The chair is the only woman in this. It's a group of seven brothers who live together. And they all said they'd rather vote for the devil than vote for Hillary. Yes. The Um, body is climate crisis. And oh my God. It is wild. This This is is a a wild story. story. This story is insane. First of all, I have to say, I believe, I don't want to say something that's not true. I believe this is the only story where the protagonist is a chair. I love that. It has the strongest want that makes it the protagonist. Yep. Yep. Um, right. Yeah, I agree. I think wants dictate protagonists. Therefore chair. It's a chair. Yeah. The chair. Yeah. They just want to go somewhere. I'm also like, they didn't have to like give a security deposit or like sign anything. They just like went to a house, which is like another great, um, trope of this series of people being like there's a house I live there now right. which I think is really refreshing we bought the house it had some loose furniture in it and a body in the basement but we paid eight barrels of wheat for it <laughs> yeah we just left the wheat out front the landlord <laughs> comes by once a year to see if anyone's living there <laughs> oh god I would love that um, wow there's so much going on there's like weird time period is also a theme of these right. scary stories tell in the dark books. It could be, we've said it a lot. It's either like vaguely the 1800s or the 1920s or world war two or the 1970s or the 1990s. These are the years. And the, the story could take place in any one of these. Right. And also all of them at the same time. Because like, yeah, I also buy that because the term wagon would infer that it's pre automobile, but at the same time, like that could be some regional thing that you call a station wagon. Like, you know, yeah, well, a wagon is a kind of car. Jason has taught me about this. He oh. is culturally a car yes. and he teaches me a lot about a wagon. A wagon is a car that where there's a door that opens like a door on the back, I think. Oh, I don't know. He's in, he's in the bath. Jason, <laughs> what's a wagon car? Yeah, it's a sedan with a hatchback. I got it. Wow. That's good work, Anna. <sighs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> How, Jason, how's the bath? <laughs> it's what? It's wonderful. Did you put anything in it? Did you put anything in it? A little bit of oil. We got some rain good. bath almond oil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well this it, is a comedy <laughs> podcast about scary stories and also a Christian <laughs> podcast about respecting your body. It is also a podcast about bath culture. It is. Jason and I, usually in the bath. We also, I'm sorry, this is a full, speaking of a blind pouch, this is a a, a, a full side note, but Jason and I, a, a, over a year into quarantining together with a dog, invented a game tonight with a dog called, <laughs> it sounds worse than it is, but it's called Finger Race. <gasps> and anyone who has a dog or an animal can try this. Um, it's where <laughs> you both um, 
on the count of three, you go one, two, three finger race and you hold your finger in front of you each hold your finger in front of the dog, the animal's face. Mm -hmm. And then whichever finger the animal licks first wins. Oh, wow. That is it was amazing. It was really fun. I couldn't believe it took this long to invent something so stupid and pointless. That's I um, our friends Billy and Liz play a game with their dog um, where it's kind of like a Ouija, but with their dog Abby's nose. Where it'll, oh. they'll ask Abby a question about the future, and then like d- like yes is like your left hand, right is your uh, or no is your is your right hand, and it's like whichever whichever hand she like puts her nose to is the answer. <gasps> wow, that's really fun. It's a fun we game. Should put her. We should put her in a fluid filled ball and write different <laughs> answers on each side and shake it. Yeah, remember movies? Remember going to movies? <laughs> I really don't. I think I used to like go to restaurant, and now it's all finger races. But we we all had to bring our own dishes, right, to restaurants. That's how it worked. One big fork everyone shared. I have to say about this chair-centered scary story, Anna. Um, yes. So I don't know why. I think in my childhood, I immediately combined this in with like uh, Beauty and the Beast lore. Where I was like, oh. this is hell to be a chair. To, like, you don't even have any other furniture friends. Like, it's just you as a chair. Yes. In a the big other chairs house. don't move. Yes. Nightmare. Uh, yeah. In Beauty and the Beast, there is some furniture that's just furniture. I didn't even think about that. I didn't either until now. Yeah. There's some Plutos and there's some uh, Goofies. Wow. It's a good point. That yeah. sucks for the chair. And what's the limit? You know, like doorknob. Like it's just very confusing to me. It's really confusing. The lore is not clear. We need we need better lore. And I don't but know. Also, oh please. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> and the thing is, no, 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 you, no, you. And and please for you, yes. And for you, please. <laughs> um. Yeah, the chair. I have questions about like if I'm the detective yes. and I found this smooch body. First of all. To say that a body is smooched in blood is creepy. I know. That implies that there was blood on the lips and you just you just kissed it to death. Yeah. yeah. Oh, her ear ladybird's ears just went up. Oh, she loves that noise. Um she loves that noise. Um yeah, at like it, it, as the detective in this case, the mm-hmm. timeline is suspect because if the blood is still visible and they call it a body and not a skeleton, that means this happened pretty recently. Yes. So it's like What's going on? And this thing about like no one ever stayed a night in that house before. It's like, well, yeah. How frequent was the turnaround in home ownership here? How frequent was it? Was it just different groups of eleven brothers on a wagon coming into town? Yes. I do hear not wanting to alert the authorities because you're worried that you'll get you'll get fingered for murder. I hate that <laughs> fingered I said for fingered. murder. I'm so Andrew. How dare you say fingered for murder when this whole podcast is about don't have holes. (laughs) Fingered for murder is an X-rated Agatha Christie Miss Marple story. Oh, God. Um, You're guilty. You know what that means. But I have (laughs) nightmares. I do have nightmares like this, though, Anna, where I, I know I have not killed someone, but there is a body. Usually it's like outdoors in broad daylight around my home. And I'm like, oh, oh I've got it. It's on my, pro- I, I, should I call the authorities? Should I, but I don't know what to do, but the, will they think I did it? And I do sometimes have nightmares about, I have like a garden trowel and like a dirt devil or something. And I'm trying to cover the body up, but not oh, no. with the intent to hide it. 
I'm like, I don't know what I'm like. I can't let neighbors see. I'm still going to, I'm still going to call the police, but <laughs> I don't You're just want- embarrassed. Yes. Yes. That's, that's really the suburban uh, Caucasian in me. What will the Krauses think? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Use Andrew, I have to say, I love you and I respect you as a friend. You would do a very bad job hiding a body. I would be the worst. I really would be the worst. Anytime it, I watch a true crime thing about someone like covering up, I, no, I would be the worst at hiding about it. Don't you're not self-centered me. enough to do a good job at it, I don't think. <laughs> I, I think you have to be really cunning. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I can't imagine doing that. Ugh. Um, and props to people who do. It's hard work. I know. I mean, even to just, I don't know, even moving a body like, you know, six feet, I imagine would be difficult. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the, ch- uh, yeah, like a haunted chair is scary to me. Right. Um, cause it leaves me with questions. Is this a chair that saw what happened and huh? it's upset? Um, I think everybody's first thought is that it's the spirit of the dead man who's now in a chair somehow. Right. Um, which like, if that's true, why wouldn't he move something that's closer to the basement? Yes. Um, which I guess maybe the moving through the whole house guarantees that wherever somebody is in the house, they'll hear you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that maybe that's smart. Maybe that's by design that the chair has to travel a really long way. Um, yeah. It's got four legs, which maybe that's a, that's helpful for a piece of furniture. Yeah. Yeah. It's for, yeah. I, I, the, the thing that I take issue with the most for the story is the idea that a chair could point. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. It's got like eight points on it. If you count the four legs and the two yeah. front corners and the two top corners, like it's pointing everywhere all the time. Right. What would so it, like I, I'm imagining its action kind of functioning like the carpet from um, Aladdin. You know, yes. But, but carpets are naturally they they naturally move and give, and chairs don't. So I'm just curious yeah. about what that would look like. Carpets flex. A chair is is thumpity thump. Yeah, I a chair. I am a chair in a dance class with a bunch of carpets. Like that's how I feel. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew, I'm here to give you good news. You don't ever have to be in another dance class for the rest of your life. <laughs> that is true. Unless I am doing it for someone I love, I don't have to do it. I don't have to be in a. dance Oh, that's class. true. You've yeah. already been married. You don't have to do a. Oh, a viral Arthur Murray. dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Andrew and I went to theater school together, and there was a lot of compulsory sort of dancing and movement. Oh, um, many, many years ago. Um, I oh, I have another question for you, Anna. Okay, go ahead. Because, um, yes, the, the first thought is this is the ghost possessing a chair nearby. Other right. thought is, like, you, you, what you brought up, is this, is this chair just a witness? Like, is this just a supernatural yeah. chair? It's a smart chair. Yes. <gasps> I think that makes sense to me. I think it's a smart chair. This story is set in the distant future. <gasps> it's a smart chair. The chair is an AI chair. Yeah. Oh my God. I would, that's the last thing I'd want to be AI is the thing I put my, <laughs> I my holes on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't want, I don't want it to have any kind of consciousness. No, especially if, if especially if a chair is capable of going like, uh, uh, okay. Like I just don't want that noise to be able to happen. God, of course not. That would be awful. No one would like that. No one would like it. Unless like the top part of the chair was awake and the part that you sit on was like just a chair. <laughs> I know. That I'd I be know. okay with. Um, I will say something something you mentioned, which I think is is pretty brilliant, is I know we're skipping ahead a bit here, but 
Cherry Jones as the chair. I, I mean, we're not going to do better oh. than that. <laughs> that is the, that is, yeah, as herself, really. Yes. I'm, I, can you imagine even, I would love it if, if this was kind of done um, in a film style where she is doing nothing to appear to look like a chair. It's just that everyone <gasps> else on screen is saying like, this chair is acting so strange. And it's Cherry Jones fully emoting and talking and pointing. Andrew, I'm covered in goosebumps. That is amazing. <laughs> Treating a woman as a chair. I mean, God bless. Oh, That's what I like to see on Broadway. Speak truth to power. Speak chair to cherry. Um, that oh. rocks. And should we talk about the illustration? Yes. The illustration. This is a classic Stephen Gamble illustration. I think it's a really... Like sometimes he goes really literal. Sometimes it's extremely oblique. This is very much kind of down the middle. Yes. Um, it's a smudgy full page um, that's got like a dark smudgy sort of water watercolory gray wall. And it gets darker towards the top corner in the center. And there's a reflection or like a light shining of sort of a double paned window. Mm-hmm. Like there's a light. On the wall. Oh, it's interesting. I thought it was light coming from another window onto the wall, but that could also be a window. Uh, that's a common thing in a lot of these illustrations. Yeah, you can't tell if it's like a reflection of something or a hole. Right. Oh, oh again. Here we are. Here we go. Holes I, you can try to get away, but it's always it's all holes <laughs> all the way down. Um, and then in the center, in the foreground, is a chair. It's it looks like it would be a very expensive vintage chair it's definitely solid wood there's no particle board this is not a this is not an ikea chair no this is a mean victorian tall stiff-backed wooden ass chair it's flat it doesn't have any ergonomic dips in it for your butt no and dense 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 wood like you wouldn't be able to get a thumbtack in there you couldn't that's a really good way of describing it. Yeah, this chair has full on nails in it. Um and there's like little dowels on the bottom, like a half oh, yes. a half slit in the bottom with dowels in it, and then the top is like scalloped wood. Oh I don't know how to describe chairs, but I it's love like, that you said scalloped. I will oh, well thank you, Andrew. Um <laughs> hey, thanks. And then um towards the bottom there's some Stephen Gamble roots and there's only really one it's sort of like overexposed like it kind of fades Mm. into white but it makes it look like it's really bright light and there's only one leg that's sort of fully visible and the other ones kind of disappear oh that's true yeah it definitely feels like the 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 one route he gave it he gave it to us for us you know he was like this one's for you people who like roots this one's for you (laughs) um People I, who like the roots, it's also for you. I know, yeah, and sort of thumpity thump. That's just about everybody. Thumpity yeah. thump. Wow. This- or if if you like um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Stadium Arcadium album, Humpty Hump, <laughs> it could be that. <laughs> it could be that. It really could. Uh, uh, one of the worst songs I've ever heard. I mean. Th- are there more than one song called Humpty Hump? Because I feel like Humpty there's... Bump. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a Humpty Hump. That's a different one. This yeah. is Humpty Bump. Yeah, Humpty Hump. I think is a is a dance from the early '90s. It's yeah, a chant, the Humpty Hump. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I will say, I will say, the thing about this story also placed in the comedic story section of these books. Yes. Um, which I think, oh, like, wow, isn't that funny? 
Which I is- just said yes, like I thought that was true. And then, yeah, the last laugh. Yeah, this one's in the same one as... I have to say, the funny ones in this book, this is in the um, More Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the second yeah. book. These aren't that funny. They're all sort of nightmares. It's You know what it is? It's just all in all of these stories, people have no moral compass. Like that's what yes, is, which is scary to us because yes. you and I are rule followers. We are – we're aware of the rules. I go back and <laughs> forth about whether or not I am a rule follower. But Okay. that You know what? That's fair. And I think also we've, we've evolved, you know? Yeah. I think you are much more rule than I am. I I think really what it comes out in in, is in terms of lines. Like, I I think it's just like, I don't believe in skipping lines in traffic in person. I don't believe in it. Interesting. I love to skip. (laughs) I love skipping. I feel Um, I can't. The guilt of skipping a line to me will ruin a week. It really will. Oh, like in a story. Oh, just no. Just like, like skipping. Like if, if I knew someone on a line for something, they're like, skip to the head, join us. I would be. Oh, like, I cutting. Oh, yes. that's interesting. Maybe that's a regional thing. Yeah. I call it cutting. Oh yeah. That makes sense too. Yeah. Oh my God. I know what you mean. That makes me crazy. Jason is much more like he's, I wouldn't say he's more brazen. I would say he's more aware when the consequences are likely to exist in oh, a situation. Sure. Yeah. I think the consequences will always exist <laughs> and that I will always be in trouble and yelled at, which like getting yelled at is my actual worst fear. <laughs> um, like, I'd rather be um, hit by a bus than yelled at. Like as long as the bus was like, sorry, <laughs> like, it's <laughs> not your fault. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Just a car horn that says oops. <laughs> oh, that's what I need. Oops. Yeah, oops. that's Yeah. Make it clear that you're honking because you think you're stupid. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Um uh, but this story, uh, the ghost in it, I think could be categorized as a poltergeist because it's a thing that's moving objects around. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um and is there anything else to say about about this story, I, was, I, I will say. Oh, sorry. I was going to say that it's it's in the first person, which yes. is unusual. Yeah, there are stories like this, um, and it's also in like a folksy regional dialect that's either southern or Boston or old timey or all of it. Oh, it could- There's a lot of like shortening of like ing words to in apostrophe. Right. I mean, it could be like I. I will say. Um, I think all accents are interesting. The upstate New York accent is one of the strangest things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, right. I always forget. I, I know I've told the story before. I'm going to say it again because I, I can't stop thinking about it and it happened over a decade ago. Um, I, I've never heard any accent like it. It feels unrelated to every other American accent. And it's way upstate, like upstate New York and Vermont. And one time uh, my aunt and I were driving and um, a firefighter pulled us over to talk, tell us a detour. And when he pulled us over, the window went down and he really was like, <laughs> and like, honestly, we just laughed in his face. It was the most wild thing I've ever seen. One more time. And, and it was like, it was absolutely English. It was, but it was such an accent. I mean, I'm sure that people from upstate New York would be like, what are you talking about? You can understand that accent perfectly. I just had never heard anything like that accent before. 
And you so, weren't expecting to hear it. No. And every, and I had no, there were like, there was no glossary of terms I could turn to and be like, oh, right. Yes. I've heard this accent before. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so like someone, the energy of someone like leaning in an open window yes. and going, yorp, dorp, dorp, dorp. That's exactly. Just, oh my God. I love that that happened. And thank you for telling us again. That was worth the $20 yeah. in the Chris Ryan. It's going right in the Chris Ryan Memorial Fund. Yeah. Yes. Um, wow. And that's I like that. That's what this accent is. I hope so. I would love if if um if you're familiar with the upstate New York accent, or if you want to yell at me about my impression of it, I'm sure I'm sure you can do a much better one. But yeah, let us know, especially if you have any background and like where that accent comes from. I'm just fascinated. It has to be the answer is pirates. <laughs> I just feel it. I feel it in my bones. They went straight to Skahari. They did. They, their boat went too fast into land and then went really hard upstairs. <laughs> it's still going. Wow. Ah! <laughs> land ho, my God. No, 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 no. Land ho, my God is, is a perfect target oh. t-shirt circa 2005, Anna. Catch my return to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. <laughs> land ho, my God. Ugh. I have smeared mascara on the poster. My tits are out, but I'm making a face that's like, flurp. <laughs> um, God. <laughs> Best of fringe. Best of fringe. Oh, God. This is fun. I'm having fun. Um, fun. Wait, so who should we cast? I, I think Cherry Jones has a sort of a famed char- character actress is mm-hmm. the chair. I think that's a little bit of a lock. Um, yeah. What about these brothers? Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say for the brothers, um, I mean, the Jonas brothers jump out as a possibility. <laughs> That's great. Um, also the, the, uh, the, the three youngest actors from Malcolm in the middle. So Frankie Munez, the actor who played the, like, like the dumb, slightly older brother. And then yeah. Dewey, the young, like Reese and Dewey. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Reese and Dewey are doing, the three of them are going to play the brothers. I think that's great. I really like that. I think um, Sam Richardson playing a bunch of this different men. Yeah. Oh, would be that's fun. good. That's really good. He could act opposite a chair. I'd watch it. Imagine, imagine Sam Richardson acting off Cherry Jones. Oh my God. That Imagine Sam Richardson and um, God, my brain just paused so hard. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop laughing so we can pick it up. Imagine Sam Richardson and Tim Robinson playing opposite Cherry Jones. Oh my God. I mean, like the prestige drama. That is the only thing I want to see. And she's a chair. No, I'm so sorry. Do you know who the chair would be? Who? I, I know that we offered her and she accepted and she signed the contract, but I think it would be Isabella Rossellini. <gasps> Oh. I think she has experience playing like insects and animals and she would fully do it. That's exquisite. Oh my God. That's so good. <laughs> she, if you don't follow her on Instagram, I highly recommend it. She posted a, a picture of her grandson who's a toddler had crawled inside of her shirt and she said, I'm pregnant. <laughs> really she, great. she delivers in uh, death becomes her. She delivers a line. The best I've ever heard a line delivered, which is after Meryl Streep asks about how much the magic potion is. She goes, Ah, the sordid topic of coin. <laughs> it's just the best delivery. She's priceless. Oh, she's so good. Um, Anna, that's perfect casting. 
Okay, I'm so sorry to Cherry Jones. This must happen all the time to her. Well, here's the here's the deal. With Cherry Jones, what'll happen is um this happened to me with Ant-Man when uh oh, I had already signed my contract. God. Um they they buy you out of the contract if you already sign it. So I made more not oh, doing okay. Ant-Man than I would have made if I did Ant-Man. Wait, they buy you out? Really? I I got I mean, it, for me it was like an extra like $260. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get bought out of my contract when I was rescinded. But oh, no. Hey. No. You know what? I'm talking about something that no one knows about. Good. And if you think you know what I'm talking about, you don't. You don't. I'm talking about the time I almost was a judge on American Idol. Um, <laughs> I was 12 years old. <laughs> I was 12. Anna, that's really good. Also, maybe uh, I just fundamentally don't understand my own industry and what I the money I was given was something else entirely. So, oh, the sordid topic of coin. Oh, the sordid topic of coin. Oh my god, I'm gonna say that anytime anything comes. Up. <laughs> Anna, uh, this was a really this was a really good story. I, I while this one's a sleeper, I really did enjoy it. I I really enjoy it too. I didn't expect to be this excited about the chair, but it really it's kind of up my alley. And it's also like at this point in quarantine in this pandemic, I think like chair that wants something is kind of it's kind of just what just what I needed. It's all of us. Um well, Andrew, um did anything spooky happen to you this week? Um okay. Um yeah, okay, here we go. Um we have a sort of never ending series of fire alarm tests that happened in our building. Remember nightmare Nightmare castle. Castle. Um, and, uh, so none of us ever know if there's an actual fire in the building, you know, because there are just constant alarms. And then like 45 minutes after the alarm, we'll get an email that'll be like, just, you know, that alarm that happened earlier in the day was not real. And it's like, well, I know it because I'm not a charred ghost. Um, Oh God. That's not how alarms happen. They don't, you don't tell people after the fact. <laughs> I know. And then today we just had, we had one that lasted like 20 minutes and gradually you could see everyone coming out of their apartments, like um, forest animals coming out to see if it's spring, but about to be tricked. Um, oh. And then like gradually almost everyone left the building, except I had to stay cause I was in a zoom room oh. and um and it turned out not to be a fire. The garbage truck had hit a fire alarm. Oh, which whoa! I guess the scary thing about that is that can happen. What? <laughs> What's he doing? He's knocking around. I, I feel like honestly, if I if you had to distill me down to an inanimate object doing something, it would be me as a fire truck accidentally bumping into a fire alarm and setting it off and being like, "Oh God, that's me." And you know what? You'd have to hit the horn, and you know what the horn would say. Oops. Oops. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Anna? It's full circle. Um, again, the scary thing that happened to me this week is that I watched something sort of a thriller. Okay. Or it is a thriller. It's not scary, but it's scary because it's a thriller. Um, the 2009, um, I, I don't even know how to categorize it, um, Beyonce, Idris Elba, Ali Larder, oh. Vehicle, Obsessed. Oh, obsessed. Oh, my God. <sighs> which I think is a really good movie. It has 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is like a full just product of its time. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so campy and crazy, but I also like was breathless during the suspense scenes. And I think the fight scene was amazing. Oh. Um, and all you need to know is that Beyonce and Idris Elba have a baby oh. and that baby is named Kyle <laughs> and 
they say, oh my God, where's Kyle? A bunch and like run through the house saying Kyle. And it just hits the spot. Oh my, that, see what's unfair about that is that the result of Beyonce and Idris Elba would be the most gorgeous, the most gorgeous being I can imagine. And it wouldn't be able to function. And then knowing that its name is Kyle just makes it feel that's like that's like just um, a baby named Kyle, regardless of attractiveness. It's I, so crazy. It's like you might as well name a baby Alan. Like it's like this is yes. v- very strange. Jason's middle name is Kyle, and it's weird to me that he was a baby ever. <laughs> um but uh something that is scary that isn't talked about by anyone is that this like very problematic gay assistant character who's like girl and like they call him a lady and just like all the stuff where he's like, I'm a gossip whore. Um, It's really wild. Like his plot function is to serve as like gossip person. Um, He is one character. And then in the credits, he's credited as two people because he is played by adult male twins. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the hell out. You should. You can't do that as adults. They did it. I don't know what the story is or why, and I actually don't want to find out. It's like this is so wild. The whole function of casting twins as kids is that you can you can get past labor laws, and because one of them has to like have nap time and school time and everything. Yes. What's the thought of doing that with an adult character? There isn't one, and they both have just one film role, or one of them has two, Nathan Myers and Nicholas Myers. Oh. I've never been more gagged in my life, like a genuine gag. I have to look that up. It's really good. Wow. Um, Oh my gosh, obsessed. uh, Wow. It's really good. It is a $3 rental, um, and I I couldn't recommend it more. It was genuinely so entertaining. Um. A little triggering for different reasons that I won't go into. Sure. Um, but really great. Allie Larder playing. I, I don't want to give it away, but amazing. I'm a really, big, really good job. I'm a big Allie Larder fan and Allie Larder is a villain. Great. And then once you got Beyonce as a protagonist in a thriller, I mean, what more do you want? She's great. She plays like the quiet wifey for most of the movie and isn't in a lot of scenes. And then towards the end, it just she's like, I'm the protagonist now and then completely takes over. And oh. I've never been happier. That, for that to happen. I might I'm gonna watch that on Spooky Sunday. That feels like you a should. Yeah. Oh, you really gotta. She is so good and deserves oh, better. Wow. And... Okay, I can't wait to check it out. Uh um, please. Well, Anna, this was a great one. Andrew, I'm having fun. <laughs> um thanks you. Thanks everyone. Yes, we hope for you're listening. having fun. Yeah. Um, and if you're not, that's also no, I bet you are. You are. <laughs> You are. And you know what else you are? Get out forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. 
And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.